there's a comic strip based on your show. You I know? think it's something that's totally unique to our podcast. I mean, I I follow hundreds and hundreds of podcasts on Twitter and Facebook. I don't think there's any other show out there that puts out a strip based on characters they have created. The only ones I can think of are Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, the hosts of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, um, because they wanted to get into the comics writing lifestyle. And so on their show, they talked about a lot of different plots and a lot of different things they could do as comics. And then several of the things they've come up with have become actual comic books that they are the writers of. Um, it's not exactly the same thing, but they're the only ones that I know of that are even doing anything kind of similar. It's amazing that he st- started doing this and I'm like, okay, you know, wow. He just did one little, uh, scene first and did another one and he like made it three things and like, that was Chris Ryder, right? It's Chris Ryder. Yeah. yeah. We love that guy, man. We, we appreciate him so much because he adds another, another level of depth to the humor. We, we make jokes with each other and you know, they're always funny in the moment on the show, but they kind of get forgotten, but he kind of immemorializes them in a, a picture in a drawing mm-hmm. and then we put them out with the show and you know, we get a lot of feedback and a lot of positive response. And we've got a collection of them all on our website, uh, comicalpodcast.com. There's the first, I think, 65 or 66 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, once we have enough, we're, we're planning to hopefully print them out into like a hardcover book that we can sell to the minions or to whoever. Oh, um, well, you know, I'll buy it. I think it's worth owning. Can't say enough about him. I mean, he does the comic strip free of charge on his own time. He's busy. That's fantastic. He, he got married. Well, let me say this. Let me say that. I don't mean to interrupt you. Okay. But, um, you know, we were talking before about how incredible it is to hear people say what they love about the show and things. So we were 14 episodes into the show and like the horse minion thing, it just kind of started, but the comic strip hadn't even really begun yet. And uh, Chris writes me and he says, hey man, what's your actual physical address? I have some stuff I want to send you. And I was like, okay. I felt kind of weird like okay. giving my address to somebody yeah. that I don't really know at that time and uh he was like okay so then i give it to him and i was like well i don't know he said he was gonna send us something i don't know what it is you know maybe it's a comic or something he made us shirts awesome with like a different horse logo about being a minion and sent one for me miguel and heather just out of the blue oh that's awesome does that i mean that's that's such a compliment that's such an amazing thing for somebody to do um and i mean it it blew my mind that somebody liked the show enough to do that kind of stuff for us yeah i we wore it to con oh yeah pictures sweet and it's like i said he does this out of his own time he made a strip a while back and it was funny i thought it was gonna go a long ways it shouldn't have gone and he redid a whole new strip and he thought I was upset with him. But no, I've never been upset with him. He is amazing. I think he is legitimately probably one of the greatest people we've ever met, got to talk to. Our uh, fans are the best. Yeah, we've given him, we've donated to his dog, his get a dog thing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a great guy. Yeah. I like to be able to do the comic and sell it or whatever eventually and maybe give him some kickback for all the work he's done. I really do believe he deserves he'd get, it. He'd get a lion's share. Yeah, he deserves <laughs> it. Uh, matter of fact, didn't he get, a, he get an opportunity to draw something out too, didn't he? he got yeah, a, he's working on his own comic strip too. Oh, that's great. We'll definitely be promoting that for him when it's when it's available. Sweet. Yeah, keep us posted. We'll we'll promote the heck out of that too. Yeah, He's a good guy. He's minion number one, isn't he? Minion yes, number he one. The first minion. Well, you do that much stuff for us, you deserve to be number, <laughs> number one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Should definitely. make him z- minion zero. <laughs> he started it all. He's the prequel minion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what was your other question? Okay, so last thing, um, and I don't want to get too into detail with it because I'm actually I'm bummed Chris isn't here. Because um, I want to talk about Justin, your comic. Okay. You are writing, you are co-writing, co-authoring a comic book right now. I'm writing it with George Tripsis, who's one of the co-hosts of the Metal Geeks podcast. Yeah, it's a horror comedy um, kind of set in the 1930s. It's about two boys who are you know trying to survive by their wits. They're kind of scam artists. And um, one of the boys has an idea to steal a truck full of booze because he knows a guy that might be willing to buy it. So they do. And... Uh, 
uh, it doesn't work out the way they planned and they uh, end up being on the run because the people that they stole from know who they are and are chasing after them. And what ends up happening is they stumble upon this cabin that has a strange box inside of it. When they open it up and start playing around with the machinery inside, uh, they create a portal to another dimension. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of crazy stuff happens from that point on. But uh I think the book's pretty funny. Uh, I let you read the yeah, first rough draft. Okay. We're pretty happy with it. Uh, we, you know, this is my first time writing scripts at all. I mean, I've written a lot of short stories in my life, and I've written tons of essays and things like that for school and college and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I've always wanted to be a writer. That's the funny thing is like I wrote hundreds of short stories when I was in middle and high school. Um, I had one of them published a long time ago, but I never really oh, cool. pursued it because I'm just not I'm not the kind of person who gets super motivated for something unless I, I feel inspired. The thing with the gotcha. podcast is like he keeps me inspired. He keeps me motivated. And I didn't really have that with writing. So Miguel's your muse. Well, I think I'm just the kind of person that works really well with a partner. Mm-hmm. To the boot. No matter what, <laughs> no matter what it is, I'm, I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. And finding George, um, who's just full of ideas, like he's a director. He's a filmmaker. He probably has a lot of similarities to you. Um, he he has lots of good ideas, but he's not great at executing them. He's not great at like putting them to paper. And he's kind of got the same problem. Like he doesn't stay motivated unless Sounds somebody's like motivating him. So when he and I started talking, you know, we have the same kind of chemistry that Miguel and I have. The jokes fly back and forth. We laugh. It works really well. And you know, the we wrote that script. Oh, sorry, we wrote that script in just about a week. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the turnaround time on that was super fast and. We've already got issue two pretty much scripted out. We just got to actually put it to paper. That's great. So uh, what stage y'all at? And I know, of course, I know the answer to this question, but the audience doesn't. So where are y'all at right now with getting this first issue out? Well, we solicited to a bunch of different websites asking for artists uh, to send us their work, um, send us examples of their sequential art and things like that. That's usually the first step after you've got the scripts ready in an independent comic process. Um, so we got, I think, 65 or so submissions so far. A um, lot of good stuff. A lot of just kind of okay stuff. Um, George and I have to find the time to comb through it and figure out who we like the best. And then we'll start paying that person to draw up the pages. And once we have at least half of the first issue done, we're planning on doing a Kickstarter to raise the money for coloring and publishing and all that sort of things. Sweet. We'll keep us posted on that. And we'll definitely want to, definitely want to promote that. Let me give you a little love on that, on that thing for him too. It's a good book. And you just said it also. Uh, I'm gonna give love out to this one guy. He got uh, one of our good friends who was on this show multiple times already, Seek Donnelly, to review his book and give him some helping ideas and constructive criticism, which has been like huge to him. And Justin will tell you that. Uh, but Seek also did something for me too, and that's why I wanted to bring this up, if you don't mind. No, please, go um, Seek suffers from brain aneurysms. And so he has a hero called Soulstar. He wrote the book Adventures of Soulstar, where he saw my kid draw something for his school and win first prize or whatever. And he asked if my kid wanted to draw in his book. Oh, so wow. Cool. So then his brother saw that. His brother wanted to get involved, too. Next thing you know, he got the entire junior high, my son's class. Oh, wow. So they set a, I don't know if they set the record or not for kids in a book or whatever. So everybody drew images, and they got the teacher involved, and so they all did this. And so you can actually go out and purchase the book, Adventures of Soul Star, and some of that money goes to the it's Brain on Aneurysm. Amazon. I think it's 20, 20 bucks, 24 yeah. bucks, something and like that. It goes to the oh, Brain Aneurysm Fund. And so it's so cool. We bought one. We bought two. Uh, my boy's father, real father, bought the book as well. So we have a lot of people that bought the book because it's cool to see your own kids Oh, yeah, I can imagine. It's amazing because you see the drawing and everything else. Chris Ryder did an image, too, for him. Yes. Yeah. So it's huge that someone like that took time out of his busy schedule, and he's doing a lot of stuff, and Mm -hmm. he's ill himself, to help help him out. And I just want to say, you know, from my bottom of my heart, Seek is one of my my heroes, and I just want to say thank you on your show. That's what what we were talking about. He's somebody that's worked in the comic industry for a long time, 
has all these connections. You know, he works as an editor. He's written three different books that have all been published. Um, and then, you know, he has a full-time job on top of all that. But he's a friend. He's somebody that we've had on the show a few times. We talk to him on a regular basis. He's always willing to help us out. Like, you know, he basically did editing on my first issue awesome. for free. Wow. Which hey, is... I mean, that's, that's huge. You know, that is huge. I mean, he sent me like just as many pages of notes as there are pages of the script. Like, wow. I read through it four times before I actually started making changes because there's just so much to take in. And I appreciate the hell out of it. I mean, it's such a nice thing for somebody to do. That is. Good guy. Yes, indeed. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. No, that's great. No, that's great. I mean, I think that ties it all back to, you know, this um, this whole thing, this whole podcasting thing, this, this, this whole RSS phenomenon that started, you know, I first started messing around with it 10 years ago or so. It's amazing what it did to create community. And I think that from what I'm hearing, you know, y'all's stories and, and how y'all are interacting with folks and, you know, with Seek and with Steve Orlando. And, and that was another guy I was going to say. I've heard both those guys on your show and you can tell y'all are friends, yeah. you know, and that's it's it's like you're just buddies talking, talking shop and having a good time. And it's built this community. And I think that's that's great. And I think it's kind of what this world needs is more community, more people helping each other. So there's no script with Steve. No, <laughs> because then we just go off. It's just, yeah. it's just a great time. Most of the most of the shows we have have a formula to them. You know, we talk comics, and then we talk about our funny stories, and then we talk about the comic news. And you know, if we have a guest on, we talk about their stuff yeah. somewhere in there as well. Um, with Steve, like Miguel was saying, that just goes out the window. <laughs> he shows up and it's like, hey, what do you want to talk about today? And he's just like, swamp hey, thing. You wind him up and <laughs> go. Yeah, Masters think, of the universe. Yeah, I think Steve could be a stand-up comedian. I seriously think so. He's really funny. Yeah. I th- actually, I think most comic book writers could be stand-up comedians because I'm friends with so many of them on Facebook and Twitter. And I, I don't know what I was missing before I became friends with all these people. Because <laughs> I, every single day, I'd get a lot of laughs out of everything these people say. They have such interesting worldviews. Um, if you're not friends with comic book writers, start following them because you're missing out. Yeah, good guy to follow. Well, I'll just throw a local guy yeah. here. Just throw names out. James Lars. Oh, James Lars is a local comic guy we met here in Houston. Freaking hilarious. And he also did our uh, our logo. He well, colored it. Chris Chris Ryder did the artwork yeah. for our logo. Um, the the two of us, mm-hmm. comic character versions of See, us. Some more yeah. Chris's done. And uh, <laughs> James colored them for us for, free cool. of charge. Uh, he's doing the logo for my production company for the book. Sweet. Also, because James is just such a nice guy. Uh, and we're going to have him do either a cover or a pinup uh, for the Kickstarter version of the book as well. Awesome. Then so, he probably will get paid for that. Yeah. And he's at Comic Palooza too, so you should definitely yeah. check out his. He's very, very talented. I'd love to actually like write a book with him someday. Uh, James is just really funny. He laughs, he laughs at me because when I meet these guys or we talk to them or I meet them at the cons, I'm in awe of them. I really am. I think what they do is amazing. I, I, it's just, it's great. It's just, it's inspiring to read a lot of stuff. And then when you get to meet, I got, to, I was all thumbs and couldn't talk or nothing when <laughs> Cullen Bunn came on the show. It's like meeting a real life hero to me. Um, I was oh, yeah, really yeah. lost. If we ever get Ben Templesmith on the show, I will never be able to talk. I just be over in the corner, just crying, crying pretty crying. much. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the greatest thing in the world to be friends with people like that. Friends with Chad Rook, he's pretty funny too. As you know, he's going to be in War of Planet of the Apes. Yes, that's right. So I love this, man. I couldn't get enough of this. And I love making friends with these celebrities and then being so cool with us back. It's great. Yeah. Very, very cool. Being friends with guys like you too. It's amazing. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been fun. It's, it's been neat. I mean, for me, just sitting over from my perspective, it's been fun, you know, getting to know you guys. And it's, uh, this is kind of a, you know, a little bit of a, I mean, this is a high watermark for me getting to sit here and, and do this. Seriously, do this with y'all because, you know, Every time I hear that, though, it's so weird. Like, because, you know, we meet all these other podcasts, people that are just starting, Mm -hmm. you know, and... Miguel does kind of make them our friends right away. And I'm I'm not always like as warm or as, as quick to embrace them as he is. <laughs> um, I kind of like hold him at shoulder at arm's length and listen to what they have to say. And then if I approve, then I let yeah. him in. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've liked you since day one. I mean, you you clicked with us really well. 
But it's really funny whenever we do this, when we meet somebody that's doing some kind of creative thing for the first time and they say something like that, that, you know, it's like it means something to them to be on our show or it's like such a, an honor to be a part of what we're doing. And it's like, wow. <laughs> so it's really, it's really weird to hear. I never get used to that part of it. I don't know how to take it. I'm kind of like, we're just regular dudes. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's part of what's so great about it is you are just, I mean, you're, you're regular dudes. It's like you, I mean, I could, you're the kind of guys you just want to hang out with just to hang out. And that's, that's what's, that's what's cool about it. And I'll pay you a compliment. Uh, you have a nice beard, sir. Thank you. Thank nice. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's your compliment, Tom. We've had other guys on the show, Bri Fi, and you know, we click with him. He cracks me up. Uh, and a bunch of other guys from other shows and whatnot. Some of my minions have been on the show. You know, we had BK from Australia come on and talk via Skype. But I was actually quite nervous. Really was. Really? For you here, yes. Really? Yes. Because of all the interactions of everybody I have on Twitter. And I, I, a lot of minions re- interact with me and they joke. I'm like, you do more. And you say a lot of things that have cracked me up. And it's like, so I wanted to be really, really, really funny. And I quite felt like I really wasn't earlier today. That's why I was kind of bummed a little bit. He was afraid you were going to drop us from your Patreon. Uh. <laughs> no. I was afraid I was going to live up to the hype. That's the first time I've ever felt... There you go. That's the first time I've ever felt that pressure. Interesting. That's what it was. Living wow. up to that freaking hype. Well, I mean, for me, you did. Hype to Cleese. Hype to Oh, hype to Cleese. We got Hives. a new character. Hives. <laughs> we, we create characters on other people's shows, too. That nice. happens a lot. Tortilla Man was created on Adrian Has Issues. Oh, that's right, yeah. Hype to Cleese has been born on Adri- on uh, Bearded Beacon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Man. I'm going to have Chris get to, get to work on that on a sketch for me. <laughs> Very cool. He well, only wears the trendiest clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think what I have on is trendy. <laughs> Weirdo. Hypticles. He only shops at the fashionable mail. That's right. <laughs> yes, of course, I had to get a Kevin Smith reference in there real quick. Mm-hmm. But guys, um, I know we've been going for a while and I appreciate your time. And this has been, I mean, you know, like I said, this has been a lot of fun for me. I hope I think you guys had some fun too. It seems like um, appreciate the time. And I want to have y'all back on again. I definitely want to sit down, Justin, with you and, and Chris. I want to put you and Chris in the same room or Skype and have y'all just go to town and just go after each other about, you know, the writing process and the, the artistry process and the, the whole indie comic thing, because I, I think y'all would hit it off really well on that. Okay. And uh, and uh, I know Chris would get a kick out of Miguel, too. So I just want to be there and antagonize people. Oh, yeah. Poke him the bear. Poke 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 the bear. So, but anyway, it's like the long jump, the further you go, that's right. The further you go, the further and higher, the more points. But anyway, thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate it. And hopefully we'll be talking to y'all again soon. Thanks oh, for yeah. having us. It was yeah, a blast. Thanks.